The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. Good morning, everybody. I'm gargling. <clears throat> I had some soda in my throat there. How are you? It's uh, Wednesday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness and off and running. Here we go. That Coke Zero got stuck in my throat. So delicious. That'll mm. happen. Mm. I guess. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's Kevin Durante. Don't care. Get through the morning, get through the afternoon, get to Kevin Durant night. I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. I'm going to go. Everybody keeps asking me, are you going? Are you going? to Hell yeah, I'm going to the game. And the I uh, can't wait to go to the game. And, uh, and then all my uh, friends who you can kind of tell are partially on the bandwagon. No, I admit, I fully admit that uh, during the bubble year of COVID, I jumped back on the NBA bandwagon and started watching the Suns again. And then my love for the Suns was rekindled. We got back together, as I like to say. Uh, it was, my sons were my ex. I loved them years and years ago. And the I felt, pandemic brought I, you back together. Yeah, I felt as if they abandoned me. And yeah, the pandemic did bring us back together. We, I didn't have anything to do. They didn't have anything to do. They showed up on my TV a few times. Actually, it was just mainly the NBA got me back in. And then the Suns were kind of fun to watch. Next thing you know, they're in the finals. It was crazy. But uh, uh got the tickets. But it's funny because so many people, and I don't know if this is all over the country or if it's just a very... Arizona thing, because I know the Cardinals deal with it. They deal with it to the point where they have to sell tickets in threes, and you can't sell them. And that's the Suns have a deal on your when you have season tickets that if you sell too many of your tickets, because they now can track where your tickets are. They're not paper tickets. They're on a computer that's linked back to the Suns. You sell too many of your regular season tickets, you don't get playoff tickets. You don't get the offer. So you have to keep that balance of, like, you're allowed to sell a certain amount but if you get to it, and, and they, they hit you with tax papers at the end, you're not doing side street scalping with these. You can, but they still keep an eye on it. But uh, a lot of people are like, you're going to sell your tickets? Are you selling them? I'm like, no, I actually want to go to the games. Everybody that's sitting in the area around us that we've gotten, you know, we'll, we'll, you end up meeting the people around you and trading tickets for games and stuff. Everybody sold them. Everyone. For tonight's game. It's crazy. What were the prices? Have you even looked what? into it or... Here's the Coke Zero's got me. Here's the fun part. I have good seats. Uh, they're about 14 rows up from the behind the visitors bench on the aisle. Good seats. See that you've been with me. They, yeah. They're great. Oh yeah. So uh, this year for last year was fine. You could sell them for whatever. I think they're 170 something bucks a ticket. I think that's about right. Somewhere in there. Um, they were selling last year. You could get a couple hundred bucks, three hundred dollars for a ticket. We we sold a pair because we ended up getting down on the baseline with a friend of mine's bank seat. So I had last second. I'm like, we can sell ours, and we did it ten minutes before the game started for less than what they were worth. This is before Kevin Durant. This year, every time I put the tickets up for sale, 
and that, I don't do it a lot, but it's like a game I can't make or something like that. Maybe they'll sell, and I mean maybe. Yeah, doesn't matter who the opponent is. Maybe they'll sell, uh, and if they do, meh. 10, 10, 15 after service fees, ten fifteen bucks per ticket extra, and you you got to charge and you got to charge like ninety dollars more than the ticket because those are the service fees are crazy. But I would say eighty percent of the times they wouldn't sell, and the reason why was because people in the upper deck were you, you could buy tickets in the upper deck for cheap, and then just look at the seats that were empty that didn't sell, and people were coming down and just sitting in those later. It's smart, and there's really nobody stopping you now. It used to be a lady in my row called uh, Nina, and she would I would I bring her down and i'm like these two just sat down for no reason in front of us get them out of here and i was helping kick out were you with me we were kicking people yeah, out oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was the enforcer i was the nazi uh the lady that sits in front of us marcella would tap me on the knee i think they're nuts and i'm like all right and i called nina down now we don't have a guy to do that and it's hard so you, you know people are people are scamming tickets for tonight's game again but i think my my face value is 170 800 Wow, and that's the easy get. You could ask for a thousand probably, and get it. Uh, tickets, Four, five to one tickets for Saturday. They play the Kings, uh, Sacramento Kings. Good game. Those are also eight to nine hundred dollars right now. Whew. That's ridiculous. The Bucks are here next week. Uh, it says twelve fifteen hundred per ticket. By the way, I'm not saying for the for the pair. It's sixteen hundred dollars in my pocket if I want to sell these, and it isn't dumb to do. But I'm one of those morons that actually enjoys going to the games. I didn't know that. I didn't buy this for some sort of financial gain. Yeah, I got it. My my the, my ticket partner, Mark, uh, my buddy that bought the other ticket, and we go together. He's always we should sell these. I'm like, you are so full on Netanyahu right now. Just go to the games, enjoy the games. Yeah, but we can make a bunch of money. We're not going to make any money on this season tickets. We're not making money. I said, you going with Larry on these tickets? Yeah, I know. What are you doing? Oh, if I went with Larry, trust me, we would be selling some seats. You'd be sitting by yourself. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I can't. I just, it's a lot going on. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But So I will be sitting uh, a lot tonight, I'm guessing, with, uh, you know, Curiosity uh, Looky Loo fans, which is great. Go get them. Uh, and then well, as the as the season progresses towards the playoffs, which is only like 12 more games, I think, home games, you're going to see a lot of road fans. I, I would venture to guess I'll be sitting with a lot of Milwaukee Bucks fans here in the next uh, week or two. You're going to be sitting with the opponents' fans. First few games are going to be all Kevin Durant want to see. You know, I was there for the first home game. That's a big one tonight. And I want to go see that. I just like watching basketball, so I, I don't care about selling them. But I can't get over how everybody thinks you should sell your seats. And season tickets have become a secondary market. People just unload them. Cardinals, that's the worst season ticket in the in the city, next to the Coyotes, I don't know how they even sell those. You're not selling those. I couldn't believe even market. the face value on, you know. Well, the Cardinals. sports is just. Uh, it's crazy because the Cardinals have their season ticket holders. Like, that's what they do. They they don't go. There's only eight games to go to. And they sell like crazy. And the Cardinals had to come up with a marketing plan that said you can't do it. You're not allowed to sell these. You know, you non-transferables or you get three. Uh, non-transferable tickets, or if you're trying to buy a single ticket, you have to buy two more tickets to the Browns and teams you don't care about. That, I mean, they've tried everything they can to make people not just single up and whatever. They're trying package tickets. They're trying non-transferable tickets. You see the stadium is just packed full of the opponent's fans because season ticket holders just unload them, which is the only way to do it. Like when the Steelers or Cowboys or Raiders or teams with huge followings come to town, that thing's all filled up. 
with the opposition because season ticket holders don't care about the Cardinals that much. And it's a dangerous thing because you start getting to that reputation. We kind of have that resort town rep anyway. But I don't care. I want to watch Kevin Durant tonight. And you forget, one of the biggest reasons I have season tickets is to see players like SGA, uh, uh, Shea Alexander for uh, Oklahoma City, who is unbelievable. He's averaging 32 points a game. This kid's amazing. I think he's 21. That guy's ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, he'll be in town. So you forget you're, you're seeing, like, really top, top-notch top teams. I can't wait. I just want to go home, have a little nap, and get up, shoot down to the H&H Ranch, uh, get some drinks in the system, and start wandering over to the stadium. Do you wait. have a certain amount of tickets that you can sell before yeah. they, they throw you the red flags saying, all right, that's yeah. it, pal? It's a percentage, I think, of how many you can get rid okay. of. Okay. Yeah. And once the playoffs come, like first-round playoffs, I probably will sell a bunch of those. Because that is a, uh, I might go to one of the, I, I don't, you know, if the, if the Suns are in trouble, I'm not going to a game seven in first round. I'll sell those because I'm like, I can't be there for a first round bounce if they get beat up. But I'll get rid of the first round and second round start being interesting and definitely go to the the next, the, you know, conference championship and finals. Uh, you can sell them if you want to. I know my friend Mark's going to want to. We're going to sell those. Just watch just as good on TV. <laughs> And maybe I would, like a game one or game three. One of those. But anyway, it's going to be fun. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at the tickets and I'm like, man, and they are in demand. And it's one guy. One guy. A couple weeks ago, everybody's kind of like, yeah, this team's doing nothing. You want some tickets? They're not going anywhere. I gave them to people. I would get to the point where I'm looking and it's like 5.30, 6 o'clock. I'm like, I don't want to keep monitoring this. I can't go. I've got something else I've got to do. And I just call my buddy Brian Rendall, who's like, anytime you can't, last minute, I'm in. I'll get him. I'm like, all right. So I just gave him to Rendell all the time. And it was, uh, it's crazy. And now, that ain't happening anymore. There's no more giveaways. As long as Kevin Durant doesn't crumble on the ice, it's uh, it's amazing. So tonight, Suns, Oklahoma City, Kevin Durant's first game. The place is going to be a madhouse. And hopefully they don't crap the bed because they played really well with him. We'll see if they can get some energy off of this. It's going to be like a playoff game tonight. And I can't wait. It's going to be great fun. And half the people out there are like, they're not going to win. I get those all the time, too. You know, Kevin Durant's just fragile. He's going to break. I'm like, oh, you're fun. I want to take you to a game. <laughs> I've been a Suns fan for 50-plus years, man. I know what's going to happen. They're not winning anything. It isn't about that. Most teams don't win the championship. In fact, all but one every year. It's hard. But it's at least you got a chance. At least and that's what it feels like. Everybody feels like they've got a chance now. So it's just, I can't wait. Enjoy it while it's happening sure run with it because you've seen what happens when it goes south and it was eight years of miserable basketball downtown the years of uh you know uh, jesus you can't even rattling off the names would be pointless no one would remember them the sun's teams that just absolutely stunk and just draft pick after draft pick that's what was horrible Alex hopefully Lynn. it doesn't come down to what the uh Steve Ballmer did for the Clippers the other day. They're so excited because the big thing to report was 1,100 bathrooms in the new stadium. In the new stadium, yeah. yeah. They get, well, that's nice. And the Clippers are good. They, they made all the right moves, but 1,100 bathrooms is a pretty nice sell. There isn't much worse than standing in line to pee. I don't do that. Uh, but yeah, it'll be fun. So if you want to buy my tickets for uh, $1 million, if you, that's what's going to get them. And if you have that and you want to do that, that's great. Good for you. I don't understand why people do that. That's, uh, I get a couple of games here and there. You can't make it. But you buy season tickets, you you think you wouldn't be doing Like, it's a bad investment to sit and go, we're going to make some money off of this. It's just That's just a dummy's brain. 
You can make money. Doug Hopkins sells some of his tickets because he's down there right behind the visitor's bench. Man, oh, man, some of the numbers he gets. And it's for people who want to sit right behind LeBron or, like, touch the players because yeah. they're right there. You get thousands of dollars. He gets offers. Like, people, I want these. And uh, to be honest with you, Hopkins seats suck. I tell him that all the time. He's down close. They're expensive. They're nice. The amenities are good. You get little. Uh, you get the food and you get the VIP section. But you can't see anything. you got to watch the TV the whole night. Because you're behind giants. These guys are eight feet tall. You're on the bench. He's written letters like some sort of crazy old lady to go, I need the Mavericks to sit down when they're in town. The Mavericks stand up too much. He's been in arguments with Mark Cuban. It went viral that he argued with Mark Cuban and Luka Doncic about uh, sitting down. (laughs) Guys, we paid top dollar for these. We can't see. He won't admit that because he always looks at me and he goes, you're back there in those nosebleeds because mine are directly behind him 15 rows. You should get Hopkins a booster seat for Christmas or something. Yes, so that's a sit. great idea. Doug gets, Doug gets stilts in a booster <laughs> seat. That's a great idea. Anyway, my tickets are much cheaper than his. And you can watch the game. Perfect view. Yeah, and I, I just, I love it. I think it's great. I hear the words you say sometimes. I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. So you can, and you know what you could do? You could sell your tickets. If you did have season tickets, you could sell them and then get your uh, medical procedures done right here in the United States, which seems to be the right thing to do. You see, I'm convinced the, uh, we're at war with Mexico without talking about it. Did you see the escort the people got out of Mexico? Helicopters, tanks. Um, they had the, one of those trucks with the big turret on top to drive bodies back to get them out of there wow. uh, that's a war zone that's what you do with a war zone well they've been talking about how much the uh, cartels have built a military it's incredible but when you see just like brownsville texas and you'd get back to the in order to get these out these this stuff out of there these people living and the dead they get that military escort and it's not just like lights on driving down the road like cops choppers you know, military support escort, not just, you know, one that's looking for, for things to go south. I, there's so much more to what happened in this than these people going down there with just a, a face procedure. They were delivering something. There, there's no way this was just a group of innocent folks that got wrapped up in you know wrong place, wrong time. Uh-huh. There is no way. Do you think – I understand bringing some – Extra. I didn't see the escort. It's out huge. of it, but it's silly trying to find it. Yeah, it was. You know, nuts. to bring him back to have it uh, turned south again. But why would it? Mistaken identity. These people can talk. The the living ones. Ransom they got them money? back yesterday. They went like yeah. the bodies got an escort. The the two people that got killed, and and they say, oh, it's just a, a case of mistaken identity. We've arrested one. If it was mistaken identity, they'd have, they'd have polished off all four of them. Something ain't right. Like this this one smells bad all the way around. Like this, there was something happening. They got they might have gotten mixed up once they got down there, but they got mixed up in something. 
I was wondering, uh, yeah. it was it a transaction initially? Well, that's what I that's yeah. what I mean. Some something happened where they 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 dealt with the wrong guys. Now, whether they initially came with that intention or whatever, I will say this about the cartel: as much as they're in control of that dump called Mexico, and it is exactly that. Again, I would never swim upstream to people escaping a country just to see their beaches. You got to go. You got to wade through all the people running out of it to go to their beautiful beaches. Their beaches aren't worth it if everybody in the country wants out. But the, uh, uh, they're pretty good about making sure they don't, you know, mess up the system. They don't make a lot of mistakes just randomly slaughtering people. Well, we'll just slaughter these visitors. They're, they're, they stumbled. These people stumbled into something because they were they're poking their nose where it didn't go. I'm not saying they deserve to die. The cartel's definitely horrible. But well, not if you're down there for a medical procedure and you're smart, you go right to wherever it is you plan to go and you get the F out of there. You don't wander the streets. You don't see. And what's this cartel town got going for it? <laughs> Something's going on. And it's much bigger than the, wow, these poor innocent Americans wandering through. And I'm not victim shaming, but I, do, I also know that if Brett went down to Mexico and got slaughtered because he was getting a facelift, I'd be like, what was he doing? You go directly to the doctor and you come home. What, where was he? Oh, he got mixed up. And, oh, there it is. You don't have to tell me mixed up. That's not. We're trying to paint this picture like these folks were just, you know, licking ice cream. And somebody walked up behind him and just started slaughtering them. Probably not the case. And again... They were four people from South Carolina, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And if it's, uh, and they said it could have been mistaken identity. Four African-American people from South Carolina in a city, and they were looking for four that African-Americans. Going, yeah, they, they, or, they were looking. Know, transactions. The cartel was actually looking for four black people and then stumbled across these unfortunate four. No it, way. It's like a movie. Are you? No freaking Charles way. Lindbergh, I am. Yeah, they just happened to wander into... The situation that they were looking for, and they didn't have what they need. I don't buy it. The part that screws me up is why would they just kill two of them? I mean, right. at that point, why leave any witnesses? Something just, terrible just was going on. Them, Something you know? they fought back. Something terrible was yeah. going on. I agree with that. Normally, mm-hmm. the cartel would be like, "Whoops, these aren't our guys," and they just ice all of them. Yeah, yeah. Something be, happened. Yeah. Something easy. was going on. Yeah, it just disappeared. Yeah. There, there's something more to this mm-hmm. than just they're sending a message. There's somewhere. some message was sent. I agree. Something was. There's so much more built around this. If this comes back as just poor, four poor people that were, you know, the four that, that you know, it's like my cousin Vinny. They looked enough like the bad guys yeah. that the. the uh uh-uh, What if they got it. the procedure done and they are skipping the bill? What if they got the procedure done and then looked like the people they were looking for? Like their procedure was it? No, we're looking for people who look mummy wrapped trying to get out of Mexico. And this guy brings up a good point. He says, mule delivery gone bad. That's what I think. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought was like they were – the reason they went down there, they were going to get some surgery too. That's what they told everybody was their cover. Get a little Botox, maybe a BBL. You go down there and get it done. But it's a lot cheaper because you're going to a cruddy Mexican doctor and uh, basically saying, hey, if you bring this from where you are or agree to bring it back, we'll give you this whole thing for free. And so that's why the four of them rolled down there together. Again, how many people were getting surgery? I don't make a yeah. couple's weekend. Mark, Mark, Kristen, and uh, Megan and I don't make a couple's weekend out of one person getting surgery. <laughs> if Brett wants to get, uh, you know, Botox, he's not going to take Brady and Ronnie yeah. and uh, Medea all the way down to... He might know. bring a posse. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Brett, but that would make sense. Cause, and I'm not going to Mexico with Brett because like, I got a thing down there. I'm like, no way. Uh-uh. <laughs> Of course, you got a thing down there. 
Yeah, this has lies written all over There's it. some questions. All over it. And then when I saw what they brought back, when they had the, that the dude sitting up there with the 50 cal, I think, on top of a truck bringing back a what? Maybe they're bringing back the delivery that was supposed yeah, to be made. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And the dude for Fox News asked the right question yesterday to the press secretary. He said, if this was al-Qaeda, would we be responding differently? If this happened to four Americans uh, and it was al-Qaeda, wouldn't we be doing something? Wouldn't we be going down to Mexico and blowing some stuff up if, the, if, the, if we had terrorist activity? Because that's what they are. Yeah. Essentially, they're terrorists. Why aren't we treating it this way? And, of course, she's like, I'm not going to get into what we do. The, we use the military for. Like, we're not using the military for any of this. If, they're, if, if, if what you're selling us is true, that random American walking the streets in Mexico can get his head lobbed off, which I've always joked about, but now it's happened. What, what don't we know? It's crazy. Yeah, just don't go there. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Mexico off limits. And when they close, if they, look, if the United States, because people even, I had a guy email me, go, they're just shutting down some of the states. All right, let me just throw it to you. How great does it look if you're like, all right, you can't go to Texas, Louisiana, Illinois, Kansas, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, Oregon, Utah, Colorado. We've closed those states to people because we're having a problem. Uh, it's run crazy. There's no government, and uh, there's a lot of crime and murder. But those are the states you can't go to. Wouldn't you go, like, something's wrong with this country. I think I need to really examine where I am. Rather than just say, no, a few of the states are still good. Maybe, but for the most part, it's kind of spreading. If you look at the map where they're like, here are the red states you shouldn't go, it's almost all of it. Yeah. you gotta, you got to slither through the cracks to get to your beach, your beachfront location for $230. Screw Mexico. All day. Again, they're not, you know. If you're thinking Rocky Point next week, skip we it. ask you to yeah. rethink those plans. If, That's what they were saying. If you're thinking anything, Mexico if next week. If you plan. Week. Yeah. If you rethink if, that. You got your place in Rocky Point. You took the risk. We bought a place down there. Know the, yeah. You, you knew that when you bought a place that had Mexico attached to it. There's one of the headlines. Planning on traveling to Mexico? Here's ways to stay safe. <laughs> no. Well, if I have to plan to stay no. safe, then. Planning a trip to Maryvale? No, yeah. I'm not. Always have $100 in cash yeah, available. Right. Yeah, I don't care how pretty your beaches are if the neighborhood surrounding it for thousands of miles is Guadalupe. I'm not interested. They do have some beautiful places. Yes, so does Toledo. Brady brings it's Brady's argument. Toledo has some nice, nice places. Nice house on the mommy. I'm not going to Toledo. <laughs> There's some beautiful homes in Toledo. But you got to go to Toledo to get to it. It's not worth it. You know, location. Tougher location. vacation the, sell, The too. reason you got a great price on your beachfront property in Mexico is because it's in Mexico. Location, location, location. It sucks. And that the uh, prices it can are low. Really quick yes, too. And they can take it from you because you don't really own it. It's crazy. I just found out we can fly to Cuba direct now. Yeah. Go well, there. there's from Florida and stuff. You can go on a Southwest Airlines flight. Had to go to Cuba, and I'm like, going to Cuba. When did I had a friend I used to box with that would drive down to Mexico, take a chance, hop and a flight, go, and go to, to Cuba, Cuba, and he bought yeah. something there. He bought through another guy. He bought a house in Cuba, and he vacationed there. My buddy Greg did that. Crazy. Through Mexico. Now you can uh, just go direct. Yeah, you find your way Basically over there. You just the get to Florida. Hey, I'll go to Cuba before I go to Mexico. <laughs> I'm not going to either one. Well, no, but I yeah. mean. If it's a coin flip. Yeah. On which one I have to go to. 
take the hostage thing out of my mouth so mm-hmm. I can speak again? Because clearly I'm in a situation where I'm being held hostage. And I would probably whisper the word Cuba into the, you know, oh, look yeah. at it. There's, there's some places you shouldn't go. The red ones are real bad. Yeah. The, Do uh, not travel. The mustard colored one, the increased caution is down south of Mexico City where no one goes by South America anyway. And then the rest of it, it's all bad. Yeah, most of it is reconsider travel. <laughs> Almost all of Mexico is reconsider travel. It's just a dump. Nothing's different. You've let, you know, their version of Al-Qaeda who's figured out, you know, and Al-Qaeda made all their money off of poppies and heroin. It's not different. They're just not jumping in, you know, Delta flights and smashing them into our stuff yet. And the second they start that crap, and they're smart enough to know. You know, just stay out of the politics of it all and just make our money and run this place. Well, the resorts are still uh, increased caution. Those are the only safe places, like Rocky Point and right. Cancun's down here. That's increased caution. But you know what? You notice, Brett, in order to get to the safe places, what do you got to go through? Yeah. Reconsider travel yeah. and do not travel zones. You drive through, uh, you know, Baghdad to get to the beautiful beaches of Iran. <laughs> I get through this. I get through this Iraq thing, and then Tehran. I got to get through some of the bad parts of Iran too. But they've got a they've got a shore you can't believe. There's a nice little eye in the hurricane of uh, reconsider travel oh, right and here? do not travel. Yeah. Mexico City, fly directly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mexico City is in. Uh, it's in. It's a nice little yellow dot. Yeah. Because they haven't. That's where the capital you can just is. Pickpocket there. Right. Screw that dump. No, thank you. And sell your tickets to a Suns game and head on down to Mexico. Genius. Again, I'd rather go to, you know, Golfland Sunsplash than I would a Mexican beach. That's close to the same. And that's just all urine. Kid urine and stuff. It's still more fun. It's well, close to the same prettier. over there. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, you, get the, you don't want to wander off the premises. You're like, still going through Mexico City. Golfland is beautiful, but yeah, you're not your urine. <laughs> Few of those tra- and it isn't Mexico City. It's the place, the trailer park I dropped that girl off at that one oh, time. That's right. I was worried about it. I've had a couple of girls that are quite poor that took interest in me. It's hilarious. <laughs> they did a, uh, they did a, speaking of my face, they did a study on uh, masks and the effectiveness of masks. And uh, they found two things. The one they didn't expect and the one they did. The, now they're just basically saying masks kind of work for, you know, not spitting on each other and things like Cough that. But it's not a whole lot of, you know, protection for either party wearing a mask and most people wear it wrong anyway because they're chin diapers but for the most part the masks were a show what they did find though was in their study that uh it was like 70 something percent of people who considered themselves good looking wouldn't wear the mask over their nose like they refused to put it on correctly even in the study where they're like let's see what masks do yeah they found that the good looking people were still pulling them down over their chins even during the study (laughs) they were like no 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 I'm not covering up the money. It hides his yeah. beautiful Don't face. Don't you dare think that this is going to. They're like, sir, we need you to wear the mask for the entire study. And they started to look at it and they said, hmm, let's ask a couple more questions here. Why do you refuse to? Well, it's uncomfortable. And all right. So they would add questions in on a scale of one to 10. What do you rate your appearance with a mask and without a mask? With a mask, they were like two. With it, they were, or without it, they were eights. All of them. I'm like, oh, I'm an eight. Anybody who says they're an eight is crazy. Remember, we had to talk Brady out of thinking he was a seven. <laughs> That was ridiculous. I've moved up. You haven't moved up. On what kind of sliding scale are you sliding up? That's the bell curve of eight, (laughs) my friend. But yeah, so, you know, eight is a pretty, that's a pretty good number to choose for yourself. And there's a few people who can do it, but not many. Not many of, of, you know, look look around your workers. 
today when you get to work and go, how many eights do I work with? The answer is most likely zero. You're not working with any Margot Robbies or anything no, with the, no. the QB next to you. Eights are putting it on. Eights are together. Eights are nice body, nice face, good hair, good presentation. You might have eight parts. Like, oh, this my eyes are an eight, but my nose is a two. That's a four. Your face is now a four. You got pretty eyes. Too bad about your nose. That's why rhinoplasty is such a huge business. Uh, but yeah, not boobs and butts and all that stuff. Big you, business. You got a pretty face. Oh, her face is a nine. You know, butter face. Mm-hmm. Body's a nine, butter face. Face is a nine, butter body. You know, you got a lot of those. So there's very few eights out there, but not in this study. People, when they had to wear a mask, it heightened their sense of how good looking they actually are and what they're taking away from society. So they wouldn't wear them. So the good news is for us ugly people, if there's another pandemic, the people who more than likely will die from it are all handsome, which will move Brady up to possibly an eight by the end of the deal. Sweet. I don't even see that. I don't see an no, eight. I don't, I don't see an eight in your future. You're, you're past eight. Plus, you're at an age now where you, you can peak at six and you have to do a lot of work to do that. And then it's just your value to society. But do you? Uh, no, you're, you're, you're no, maybe a four. You don't move up during with your peers at all? You know, like. Me? No, Maybe. if I'm you? rolling into the villages or something. Uh, no, you're just a no. young. There's there's rookie. no more ranking system in there. It's just no. it's over. It's like trying to keep track. Of how many, I, I, yeah, you're it's right. It's points per game in a YMCA thing. Why are you keeping your averages? You're going nowhere. Yeah, if you're a, if you're an eight for someone in their sixties, what's the what are we measuring here? This is silly. There's a couple, you know, <laughs> Betty with the uh, no Betty the red hat again, club. It starts happening to women unfairly and you'll see it and it's and this will eventually become a woke thing but they've got to stop saying elizabeth hurley looks great for 53 they have to stop saying for blah 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 because what they're saying is even though she's old decrepit and expired as brett would say yes she still looks good it's surprising yahoo is the first to say it without saying it look how surprising it is that that uh, Donna DeErico from Baywatch looks good in her 50s. You never see this. Essentially, the headline says, this is crazy and strange. 50-year-old woman, still hot. Spitting the truth. Exclamation point. It doesn't happen. So, But everybody goes, oh, she looks amazing for 50. Because you don't ever say that for, you look so beautiful for 22. It doesn't happen. You're just beautiful. Or you're not. Or you're ugly, and they don't say anything <laughs> to you. But the masks gave people a heightened sense of what they're hiding from society and gave everybody that false sense of beauty. I'm an eight. You know I'm an eight, right? Why would I cover this up? You're not an eight. First of all, you're not an eight. I would. I don't think we have any eights in the building. We've got eight parts. We've got people who look at Plenty of eight parts. That's an eight. But those are twos, and that's a one. And yeah, she's like a six. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not mean. Six is a good number. People just want to be higher than they are. Like Brady. I'm, you know, Brady's dying to be a seven. Brady's a three or four. I'm a four tops. Brett's probably a five because he's got nice hair. And that's maybe. I haven't seen Brett without a shirt off. That would drop him down to like a two. I'm probably, guessing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You probably have weird back hair. Two, no, I don't. No, like the hair right. skinny. We'll keep your own. Four to six. That's about <laughs> that's about the norm of most people. We're on radio. It's average. 
I'm four. I don't have a part of my body that's a ten. I don't have a part of my body that even taps eight. I don't have a part of my face that taps eight. I got nothing. I'm a four on my best days, and that's only because I'm human male height. What about KSLX? If I was five nine or five eight, oh, KSLX is horrendous looking. <laughs> Oh, the, the, the median of that over there is like a three. The best looking person at KSLX is uh, Mark, and he's leaving in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Imagine what's going to happen. Boy, the curve is really good. I don't know what they're going to replace with uh, over at that show. It might boost it. But but you, to say you're an eight, you better be an eight, because otherwise you're up for ridicule. I am at, on my best days, and I mean very best, a five. Which That's is when Michael and Troy are dressing you for the like, events and Michael stuff. Michael and Troy or? dressed me up for the thing Saturday, and I still danced around to five. Hmm. I, I saw pictures. I'm like, five, max. <laughs> and that's average male. That's not so bad. People think of it as so bad. That's the average human being, and I'm that. Incredibly average. To below average. This guy, I work with so many threes and fours, it makes me an eight when in reality I'm a right, six. Right, right. And, and all things are relative. Like there's on the curve there, too. There's Mesa eight and there's Scottsdale eight. Oh, yeah. You know, all things surrounding. You know, like Brady's saying, you go into the 55 plus community. I don't know who's still ranking the sexiness of it. It's just breathing. I think you're right. A, there's just no ranking needed. You're out of the. <laughs> if you're taking in air and you don't have an oxygen tank on a on a stick. Or like an IV that you're walking around with, or you're not in slippers. You're a four, and that's pretty much all they need right there. It's like, all right, he's breathing. He breathes. You go to the villages, and you're the best athlete. In the, I mean, you're the kid in the village. You want, well, not anymore. There's a, there's a couple 55-year-olds uh, shooting yeah. for your crown over there at the villages. You know, 55-plus communities looking at Brady now. He's starting to slide in with the rest of them. And then there's that weird apartment building just outside of it. Or the people who can't participate anymore go, heaven's waiting room. We're going to move you right into this nice little apartment. apartment. Since your wife died, you can't wipe yourself. We've got to keep an eye on you, Teddy. I got to go to the waiting room, don't I'm going to heaven's waiting room. You don't want to go over there. He's full service. Yep. The second they wheel your ass over into that apartment building at the old folks' home, goodbye. You can hear it in the background the whole time. Just a matter of time before the apartment is available again. Yeesh. Anyway, don't go to Mexico and don't say you're an eight unless you're an eight. I walk into Texas Grill. I walked in there that time. I'm like, I am a goddamn eight for the first time in my life. If it wasn't for the food, ambiance, servers, uh, general everything about it, I would go in there all the time just to feel better about myself. But they offer me nothing. <laughs> Nearly killed me once. And it's just gross. And if you eat there too much, you turn into the people in there, and you slide from eight. I bet you there's been plenty of people wondering, I love Texas Grill. I feel like an eight. And then, like, a year later, after visiting it over and over and over again, they became fours, just like the rest of the people inside there, and threes and twos. Could be like the uh, apartment availability at a resting home, that there's a table now available. Yeah, well. Rotates on a regular basis. (laughs) They rotate on a regular basis because uh, they – got to hand it to that place. For as many uh, people as they've killed – with their food they turn in they get new blood a lot and i don't know how because i sit at that stoplight at 16th and bethany and look at what rolls in there and i'm like this is their last day 
Like that is those people will not make it another twenty four hours the way they look, and I mean waddling in. Wally is in the the whole group of people on the ship in the Pixar's Wally in better shape than what goes into Texas Grills. They float in like Macy's Day balloons and wheel in that fifty two year old and the rascal that can't walk anymore and that flowery moo moo. This homegrown doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. He's telling me yep. a chicken fried steak is not healthy. Yeah, no, I'm telling you that uh, a pound of it is even worse. Pound? Yeah, yeah, I know. What, do you got the kids? Yes, because the kids menu is desired to kill your kids. But again, I'll wander in there and people go, you you literally hear it when I walk in. Ooh! (laughs) What? Me? Are are you all looking at me? Hey, sit down over here. He's a real head turner, that guy. Hey, look at his Brad Pitt lost his hair. Supermodel, come on over here. (laughs) I seen you in the cover of one of my wife's romance novels. Dory, give him the hot taters. <laughs> oh, man. I wasn't eight in Texas Grill. I left. The sun hit me again, and you could hear my number. <laughs> Back down to three. <laughs> wasn't that that's what got you the hot tater? No, Brett and stupid Toledo talked. You were the one who said you were, and you didn't go. Yeah, we you bailed at the last minute. I got something Can't to do with Kirby. I got double lunch going somewhere else. <laughs> double lunch. Garbage. Yeah, you're an aide in some places, but don't fool yourself into thinking that carries over. It doesn't. I'm talking about general society aides, and it's hard to be an aide, so don't say that. But, yeah, the mask people. And the bigger part of that study was the masks absolutely for show. Did nothing. Yeah. And I did it. Like, I told just wear the goddamn mask. Can we get through this thing? Who cares if it works or not? Nothing's working. Nobody's got to just wear the stupid thing and let's get through this. We had to do it here. I know. Going and to the bathroom. I and hated stuff. it. I forget it all the time. I just put my shirt over my face. Whatever it took to get somebody off my goddamn back. That's it. You get that same ooh as you're walking through yeah. the hall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, there we go. El <laughs> Diablo. I was at. Uh, I was at a friend of mine yesterday talking with uh, my buddy Dave, and uh, he said something. He's vaccine crazy. He won't take. He takes every three seconds to tell you that you're going to die. Did you get, did you get jabbed? I'm like Dave, we've talked about this. You're going to die. I'm like, I'm not going to die. You're going to die. It's going to kill you. I'm like Dave, maybe, maybe. No, no, no. I guarantee you. That you're getting. They, they did this. You're getting killed. I'm like, thanks. This is an uplifting chat. Good to see you. You want to go golfing this weekend? If you're still alive, yeah. But I don't. I don't see that happening. Your heart's going to stop. You're going to have strokes. Yeah, he was talking about some because somebody he knows just had a brain bleed like my buddy Colin did. Per- perfectly healthy otherwise. And he goes, I'll tell you exactly what it is. And he always does the gesture to the, the shot in the arm. Everybody's going to die from it. I didn't get mine. I'll be alive. And I'm like, well, then good. I don't want to be on a planet where it's just you and me. <laughs> a bunch of people like you? Good God, Dave. Yeah, everything I did was to get it off my desk. If it kills me, so be it. I don't want to live in a planet where they tried to kill us with a vaccine anyway. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fighting to be alive that badly. I'm sure, I'd like to know if I found out, but I already took it. So, what are you going to do? I'm not dodging that stuff. I won't get the shingles vaccine because of it, though, and that's a weird thing because I certainly don't want shingles. But I find it weird if there's a, if there's a sandwich board offering me a deal on medicine, I tend to avoid it. If I go to CVS and there's that thing sitting out by the door, you get your shingles vaccine inside. And I'm like, that's medicine. You shouldn't have that on special. You shouldn't have a thing that, you know, you fold up and put out in the street corner like a yard sale to give me medicine. 
Does that mean you're not getting your taxes done by the Statue of Liberty on the corner of oh, uh, man. Gilbert and Southern there? That's yep. different. Yeah. <laughs> Those people are amazing. <laughs> Little Mexican men dressed as the Statue of Liberty know the tax code. That's what I believe. I saw a dueling Statue of Liberties the other day. One was a, like a six-foot black guy, and the other was like a five-foot, three-inch Mexican vey. I don't know what was in that costume. And they were both Statues of Liberty, and one's uh, torch had kind of gone limp. And was Windy. Just, it wasn't. It was oh. just dead. It was over. It's been in the costume shop locker room for too long, and it just folded over his hand, and he stood there. His sign was in Spanish, and the other guy just said taxes. And I was like, oh. I wonder if it's for the same place. And the best part was the little five-foot-something-inch uh, Mexican they. That costume was for somebody full-grown. It's it's laying all over the sidewalk. It's hanging by a... Draping throat. beautifully? Yeah, it was just <laughs> huge. <laughs> and I laughed for five minutes all the way home. Anyway, get your taxes done. Buy a Mexican Statue of Liberty that knows those new tax codes. Everything gets confusing every year. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one for Kevin Durante. That's 98 KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.